0: G'day everyone, Lauren Cress, the business scientist here. Welcome to another episode of the Purpose Driven Podcast. I am still in Sydney. I'm still in on uh, Gadigal land uh, and we'll start off the podcast like we always do. So I'd like to take a moment to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. I pay my respects to Elders past and present and extend that respect to all aboriginal and torres strait islander peoples living and working on the land today so starting off this podcast as i have with a few of them with an apology sorry for um being a bit late with this one um i have a very very i think legitimate and fair reason for why this is late which i will be talking about in this episode um I know this is another podcast on sexuality and sexual orientation. Uh, and for some people, you might be like, this is a career and business and entrepreneurship podcast. Um, but it's Pride Month. It's the last day of Pride Month. And this is has become a big part of what people have been listening to and tuning in to on the show is the episodes that I do about this stuff. Um, I have been going through a lot <laughs> lately and um, I guess like the inspiration for this show is the same as for some of the others, which is, well, there's, I wish more people talked about this and um, I think it's like sometimes it's hard to find relevant content outside of sort of the pockets of like um, LGBT communities and spaces and shows um, where I like the idea of that being more integrated into, um, you know, just our normal day-to-day lives. And I mean normal in the sense of like um, day-to-day, as in we're starting to see more shows that aren't like, you know, put, I always get a bit like, how do I feel about shows that are put in the LGBTQIA kind of category, you know, or movies or media and content, because it's kind of like, almost like you have to know that you're a member of that community, or at least know that you're questioning in order to start being exposed to different ideas about how your life could be. And um, I think, for younger people and for people who haven't yet come to know themselves, um, who have the, um, I guess, are people who will become members of the community, uh, it's hard to find this stuff. And so that's part of the reason that I think it's important to integrate this stuff um, everywhere. And that's what's awesome about Pride Month it's also what's awesome about Mardi Gras and Pride Week and all those kinds of things is it's an opportunity for people who might have thought, oh, I'm definitely heterosexual <laughs> um, to actually go, oh, actually, like, maybe I need to explore this a little bit more. Um, I know for me, that's certainly the case. When I was younger, I kind of felt like I should probably tell you guys what this show is about. Well, I mean, you know what the show <laughs> I just like went into a full rant. Okay, so today I'm talking about that question of uh, something that I've asked myself a lot, um, but it's sort of a bit of a confronting one and a triggering one, which is, um, am I a lesbian or am I bisexual? And I talked on the show, I think, in like part two on bisexuality. I was kind of saying I found that quite hard when people asked me that. It was quite confronting um and uh but i think for ourselves when we're ready um it can be a really great thing to explore i'm guessing if you're tuning into this podcast it's something that you're interested in whether it's to support someone else or it's for yourself Um so that's what we're going to be talking about today now where was i okay so when i was growing up um there's something called like compulsory heterosexuality it's kind of this idea that you know, we everything we see, for some of us, everything we've seen and been exposed to has kind of basically created the script of what our life's going to be like. You know, you're going to grow up, you're going to get married to someone of the opposite sex, you're going to have kids with them, you're going to live happily ever after. Uh, that's changing. But when I was little, um, not only was that kind of the script, it was also kind of like I was actively told that it was not okay to have a same-sex relationship right Um, and I don't blame people for that Um, they had limited tools and beliefs and um, I'm not angry about it or anything uh, but I understand why people would be and uh, where I've gotten into where I've got into in my life is just to kind of like you know I guess uncondition myself to a bunch of stuff so uh, I'm going to share some really personal stuff with you guys today. And if I, I I, probably just, I could go somewhere where that could be a bit intense. Um, so a bit of a content warning, I guess, for people who might just be not feeling like, um, you know, something heavy, (laughs) you know, but, uh, my goal is, is for this to be useful, a useful, um, Sort of conversation, and to give you guys some useful questions um, to ask yourself that could help you kind of explore this bigger question of am I a lesbian or am I bisexual? Um, that I found helpful. Anyway, I am not a healthcare expert. I am not um, giving advice here. I'm just sharing some questions that I found super super blah, blah blah super helpful. Also, if you're a new listener and you're listening to this and you're going, why is the sound? So bad. (laughs) It's because I am uh, currently in Sydney. I have all my stuff in Townsville. I don't have my recording equipment, so I am recording via my phone again and will be for the foreseeable future uh, because Sydney is in pretty extreme lockdown at the moment. Um, Okay, so the reason that my show is um, a little bit late this week is I've been having a lot of um, sort of a lot of stuff to process which is related to what I'm talking about today and uh, as a result uh, my husband and I have decided to separate and uh, in a very amicable and loving and respectful way uh, which is awesome and um, I needed a little bit of time <laughs> this week to just... Uh this happened like yesterday. So I just needed a little bit of time around that. And um it is to do with, like I said, it is to do with what we're we're talking about today. So um yeah, pretty a bit of a raw thing to talk about, but I'm like, fuck it. Like I always talk about raw stuff on this show, so that's where I'm at. And I if it if it can help people um listening to this, uh I don't, I don't care about sharing this stuff. Like, for me, obviously, I care about other people's privacy and um, I will protect that. Uh, but as far as I'm concerned for myself, I'm, like, pretty much an open book. So, um, yeah, basically, uh, for me, uh, I kind of came to the realisation that I'm not bisexual um, and well, I don't believe I am uh, for some pretty uh i had a lot of in- self insight um and yeah basically i am a lesbian <laughs> and i didn't um no so uh i was a little bit worried about talking about this for i like you know i am a i am a huge supporter of the bisexual community and uh i didn't want it to sound like i was delegitimizing the um what what bisexuality is or that it can't exist just because i don't happen to identify with that anymore um i don't even think for me personally i don't think the label metal ma- models i don't think the label matters uh to me uh that much but there were a couple of things that did and that's what i want to sort of probably talk about the most is like so if you're asking this question to yourself like am I a lesbian, am I bisexual, am I gay, am I bisexual? I'm going to talk about this from the perspective of being someone who identifies as a woman but also someone who kind of, you know, I guess I don't, as I said in a couple of podcasts ago, I don't extremely identify being with a woman. Like, non. I kind of, you know, flip in and out of that. Like, non-binary is quite good for me. Um, but, like, what I think... Why I think I thought I was bisexual was because it was hard for me to sort of, I guess, understand attraction as much as I understand it now based on experience. So um, a while back, I talked about the Lesbian Manifesto. Uh, which was something that kind of I think it was on Reddit and then TikTok kind of blew up as this big thing it's actually quite a useful read and when I first read it I just found it so triggering like in my podcast I was like well like you could be bisexual like you could read this and be bisexual and I think I was actually really uncomfortable with how much of the stuff in the document I identified with because I was like I might have to blow up my whole life now because I'm married and I've moved and I'm like thinking that my future is going to be one way and then I read this and I was like oh this a lot of this is resonating with me um on on the show I think I said it was about half half but when I actually went back through it I was like it was probably about 80% that really like I was just like yes so much of this and they talk about the compulsory heterosexuality thing um on that as well so I will this time put a link to that document because I do actually think it is very useful I think I was in a little bit of a denial state and that's one of the things that you know this is why I'm not an expert I'm just someone who's like telling my story and like I guess the truth is being revealed to me like pretty much at the same time as I'm talking through this on this show um so yeah when I talked The last episode I did around this topic was on embracing fluidity and I think that was a bit of a, that was me also coming to grips with what was going on for me because I was like, oh, what I started feeling like was I can imagine a future for myself now, I can imagine that I could have a family, Um, it's just that the role that I want to play in a family is different to... What I um, what I've been told my whole life is the role I'm supposed to play, and I was so angry about that, and I just don't feel angry anymore. I don't feel um, you could probably hear the anger in my voice if you if you listen to that show, and if you haven't, I'll, I'll put a link into that as well. Um, but what I started thinking was, I was like. Okay, I can actually, I can actually imagine a future for myself now, where I could be, I could actually f- be fulfilled, and I wouldn't feel this empty feeling all the time, and I wouldn't feel alone all the time. And it's not because, um, oh, if I have a family, I'm not alone. It was like I'm going to show up. In my life, and um, it's something that I've been thinking about a lot. Which is recently, after working through all of this stuff, I'm like, "Oh, where have I been all my life?" <laughs> like, I I have been feeling empty and lonely for such a long time, and I think that's because like I haven't been here for myself. Because I didn't feel like I could be here for myself because I had been told from such a young age that these things that were going on in the back of my mind of what I wanted, even from the time I was really young, was not how you were supposed to live your life. And I think that's also part of the reason why when people say stuff, I don't care how people identify, I find it a little bit upsetting because I'm like, that's great you sound like a really enlightened person that's awesome thanks but at the same time like heaps of people are in the similar situation to me where they were were raised to think that this was never a possibility it was never a possibility to like fall in love with a woman have a family with a woman and like live happily ever after that just wasn't I'm talking about this obviously from the lesbian relationship you know um sort of standpoint and um i i think it's like we need to have like this is why things like pride month are so important because we need to understand that like there's a lot of people that weren't raised in like the liberal households that uh, and progressive households that others were and we need to have compassion for people with all the different stages of the journey that they're on with this kind of stuff Um, No one else in my family is bisexual. No one else in my family is homosexual. Um, I I didn't grow up knowing a lot of people who are homosexual um, and I didn't get exposed to media that was condoning or being okay with or supporting homosexual relationships. So, um, it's very confusing when it comes to something like attraction. Um, and again, sorry, pulling it back to what this is about when it comes to something like attraction for me, I was like, well, clearly I'm attracted to men because I have slept with guys. I've always slept with guys. I've slept with lots of guys. So I must be attracted to men. And I had this, like, I also knew I was attracted to women like the bisexual thing fits for me right that must be what it is um but what I'm finding now is I'm like but I don't want to be with a man I don't want to live my life with a man I don't want to have kids with a man I don't want to have a future with a man even though I have had an amazing husband who has been loving supportive and is a good person and my best friend I'm like I can't imagine a future with this person because it's not who I am. And I'm playing a role in order to satisfy rules that I don't believe in anymore. And I think one of the big questions for people who are trying to work out where, where am I on this spectrum, you know, that might be helpful because it was really helpful to me was to think about like what sort of future do you want what future do you imagine yourself having you know one question that i've been asking myself a lot in the last few weeks is what does Lauren need to look after herself like if i was going to write down a uh, like i was going to write down a work <laughs> document right that was like here's what you need to do to take care of Lauren i've taken well i know her very well i haven't been taking very good care of her but recently i have been here's the things that you need to know to take care of lauren what does she need and if i was to write all of that down one of the the things i would say is like lauren needs to be nurturing and lauren needs to have people that she can feel emotionally connected with and Lauren needs to have a relationship with a woman like she needs that in her life Um, and Lauren doesn't really need men in her life in that way Lauren doesn't want to have a romantic relationship with a man Um, she loves having male friends and that's really important to her but if you want to really take care of Lauren don't She doesn't need this in her life. That's how I started thinking about things. Like, what does Lauren need to take care of herself? And I think that's why I started feeling less alone. So it's like, even though now I'm like, I'm going to be single. I'm like, or I am single, essentially. Um, That's weird to say. I'm like, (laughs) this is, this is really, um, this is Lauren taking a step to look after herself you know and i feel like i've finally shown up and just go no this is this is what you need um so that the thing about the label then for me is like not as meaningful because i'm like sure yeah occasionally i do find guys attractive not so much now in the past yeah more i think also things change with time right so like That's the thing I'm saying about fluidity and what I was saying before. Just because you didn't identify as a lesbian when you were four years old or 13 years old doesn't mean you can't be a lesbian later in life. And just because you didn't identify as bisexual when you were five years old doesn't mean you can't identify as bisexual now. And both of them are, you know, they're just as legitimate as each other. It's just that for me, I was like, I'm not actually bisexual like I, I thought I was because of how I saw attraction so for me one of the other things that I realized was I was like when I've slept with guys and when I've had relationships with guys and stuff like one I never really wanted to have there wasn't many people that I met that I actually wanted to have relationships with when it came to men it was like I remember being like hey like When you love riding a motorcycle, you want to ride it everywhere, even getting a dental checkup. Mr. Carter, wouldn't you prefer the chair? I'm fine on my bike, Doc. Well, let me know if you feel any discomfort. And when you love saving money, you want to save even more. That's why GEICO makes it easy to bundle your motorcycle and car insurance. All done, Mr. Carter. Remember to brush, floss, and lubricate your drive chain regularly. Kickstart your savings with GEICO Motorcycle. Bundle and save on the things you love you know we can sleep together but i don't want to have a relationship with you i said that to so many guys and they never believed me which was quite frustrating um but also i think i was in this rebellious stage of like you know having left the church becoming an atheist being like i'm gonna go and do this and like because i've been taught like sex before marriage wasn't good and like all this kind of stuff so I was like okay like i'm gonna go and prove that like i can do these things and it was actually pretty damaging. Like I don't think that was a healthy thing, but that's where I, where I was at. You know, it was sort of like I was breaking my own heart. It's sort of like I was hurting myself in and and kind of feeling all of this shame and guilt and all of this stuff. And uh, I don't feel like that anymore. You know, um. So so imagining your future that's one thing. Um attraction I think is less of a useful word in some ways and I think this is this is where it can get confusing with the bisexuality thing because it's like okay cool like well I'm attracted to I have been attracted to men and I'm attracted to women so therefore I'm bisexual but the word that I would suggest asking yourself questions about instead and what I found useful was ask yourself what's when do I get the feeling of desire so attraction you know it's it's hard to read because for me sometimes I'd be like I know that guy's attracted to me and then I would feel nervous and then I would think that nervousness was attraction even if I wasn't attracted to them it was sort of like I didn't know how to manage that boundary when people were clearly attracted to me when guys were clearly attracted to me and guys can be you know they can be pushy um, and I didn't know how to deal with that boundary. Like, I was pretty young. So I was like, okay, like, I guess I'll just let you walk on my boundaries. I didn't know how to really address that when I was younger. I didn't have those tools. Um, so I would feel nervous. And then I go, oh, okay, well, yeah, it must be like, I must be attra- I must be into them. And then i kind of be sitting there going, like, why am I even into this person? Like, there's nothing about them that I like. Like, why am I, not not the case with my you know soon to be ex-husband um I really really love him um but with a lot of guys when I look back on it in hindsight I'm like okay I was I was um uncomfortable and I misread that as attraction a lot of the time there was some times that I did feel a sense of some desire um but when i compare that to how i feel about women it's so different so um that was one of the big things for me was it was like okay don't worry about like whether or not like i get very attracted to people's uh brains i really get attracted to people who are super smart and intelligent and for me um that was why I was I think so attracted to my ex was because we we were really good friends we had fantastic conversations um and could debate and have a lot of fun together and I was kind of like yeah like this is the best relationship I've had with the guy this 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 guy is the best man that I know I should definitely be with him for the rest of my life because this is as good as it gets this is as good as it gets like, how could you want anything more in, in my head, right? Um, but I always still had this thing in the back of my mind, which is like, okay, but I am giving up something. I just didn't think that, um, it just didn't, I don't know how to explain it. It just didn't feel possible to have a relationship with a woman not because I didn't think I had the capacity to fall in love with a woman but because I didn't one it was super scary because I was like I'm like really into when I when I would meet a girl that I liked I'll be like I'm really into this person like this is like I've got I would have all of this desire and I'd be like oh I don't this is a bit hard to deal with this is kind of driving me a bit crazy like I can't get this person out of my head and I can't stop thinking about them and I feel out of control where in my relationships with guys, I felt like I had so much more control and like I wasn't going to get hurt. So, um, or as hurt anyway. Um, So I kind of, I think one, I was scared and two, I, I didn't recognize that desire as desire. I was kind of like, oh, this is, this is just really, um, you know, this is, this is scary. <laughs> this is really scary. And, um, yeah, so I kind of, I think that question, if you're wondering, like, okay, what relationships am I going to pursue and who do I want to be with and am I actually a lesbian? Am I actually gay? I would... I, I think asking that kind of question is really useful. I think asking that question around your desires um, is really um, important because sometimes for me how I feel is like so much of this stuff was so, so quiet. It was so quiet um, because of all of the conditioning and society and family and all that kind of stuff that I couldn't hear myself and that's I think part of the reason that I felt so alone for such a long time because it's like I couldn't hear myself and I wanted um I wanted to please other people I wanted to appease other people I wanted to fit in um with what I had been told was you know right quote unquote right um and I know there's other people out there like that who who and it's like it starts with a whisper it starts it if if you've had that similar kind of story to what I'm describing it can just be such a small thing it can it's it's like the it's in the little things you know I think a lot of the time Um, they can think it's about like sex Or we can think it's about um, the person um, and we can try to legitimize a whole bunch of things. Um, But when you tune into how your body feels, for me, when I think about guys that I've gone out with, about 90% of the time, so it's not all the time, but about 90% of the time, I would feel this feeling in my stomach that, I thought was butterflies, but it was actually like more of that feeling of this person's pushing on my boundaries. (laughs) Like, it's really weird to say that, but it's like, oh, well, this is kind of how people described, you know, attraction. Oh, you feel this thing in your stomach, but it wasn't a nice feeling. It was like an uncomfortable feeling. And when I think back on the women I've been attracted to in my life, what i feel in my body is completely different it's like i feel like it's like i'm moving forward instead of moving back it's like instead of being backed up against a wall and feeling like i don't have anywhere to go i feel which i was feeling with guys it was more it's more like a leaning in present attentive like rising warm feeling that you feel like it's a little bit higher. It's a little bit higher up in your body and it's not anxiety, but it like comes into your chest, but it's more like a heart filling feeling. Um, and for me, it's like those two things, how I think about my future and what I want for my future and how I, how women make me feel women that I'm attracted to make me feel that, helped me to kind of start unpacking this question that helped me to I guess probably arrive at a some clarity around who I am what I want in my life and the fact that I'm not bisexual Um and I just want to say like one more time <laughs> I'm not saying that people can't be bisexual I think it's it's not that it's like, if you've got that feeling that I'm talking about, that desire feeling, and you're kind of like, I have that for everyone, you know, it's about, it is about the person. It's just like, I meet the someone I'm attracted to and that's a feeling I get then, you know, that's a clue as well. I'm just explaining how I came to this, arrived at this, which is also kind of hard because I'm like, I have been identifying as bisexual and it's like I have to come out all over again, (laughs) but that's okay. Um, I'm going to wrap up soon, but I guess there's two other things I want to talk about. I want to talk a little bit about polyamory um, and revisit that a little bit. And then I want to talk about emotional connection. So um, I have been saying and talking about polyamory a bit on the show. And I've been saying like, look, this can be the right thing for some people. It's not necessarily a thing that has to be associated associated with bisexuality um polyamory exists like on all sexuality pref- sexual preference kind of worlds you know whether someone's straight um homosexual heterosexual i said heterosexual already bisexual pansexual however you identify right like polyamory can exist um and i thought that I was polyamorous. I thought like, okay, clearly I love my husband, and this isn't, but it's not an enough. There's this missing piece for me, and I can't live my life without it. And we kind of navigated that and worked through that with a counselor, and got to the point where we're like, okay, like let's let's explore this. Let's explore polyamory. Let's explore how we can how we can make that work. Um, and when I had once I kind of started realizing the stuff I've just been talking to you guys about and especially with the future stuff I was like I actually don't want that I actually I've always thought oh I'm just not into monogamy I've always thought that for a really really long time probably since I was like 20 um but now I'm like oh I could take it or leave it like probably would prefer not to be polyamorous I would be open to it like I I'm not judgmental of it or anything like that Um, but I'm like if I like met a woman that I wanted to like have a family with and commit to I'm like I think I would just want that to be a relationship between the two of us and I don't think I would really want other people in that and I haven't really felt like that before in that kind of way Um, so I thought that was really interesting. Um, and that also helped me kind of understand myself a bit more and, and kind of gave me a bit more clarity and insight. Um, so I think it was like the polyamory thing came from this real rational part in, within myself. Like I can just like, I had a really rational argument for why polyamory should be okay and <laughs> kind of had been driving that. And I think it was like, useful for me to speak out about that and work through that um, but again the future stuff I'm like no I, like that's actually not what I want that's really interesting and because I am a lot more accepting of this fluidity thing <laughs> I'm like well just because I thought that in the past doesn't mean that I can't change my mind you know and I can't or I can't get it's it's not so much about changing my mind I guess it's more like getting it's um it's peeling back the layers and seeing things a bit more clearly you know um one thing that I noticed in conversations with some of the people I've been talking to and you know thank you to everyone who's who's been so supportive like I've had so much support um from my family and friends um and and my ex about this um Like, one of the things that I realised was that I, um, I guess I, it's okay to, it's okay to be who I am, but I did also get a little bit of like, there was some language where people were kind of saying, well, like, if you decide to be a lesbian, (laughs) and I was like, oh, no, (laughs) I'm not deciding. (laughs) This is not like, I don't get to make that decision. I don't think, well, I don't feel like I can make that decision. Um, and I, I, I think that's a, that's a common misconception. Like, well, are you, you know, are you, you need to decide whether you're bisexual or a lesbian. And I'm like, well, no, I, I'm just like arriving at my truth. You know, I'm just peeling back another layer and getting insight into who I am. I'm not deciding who I am. I'm just learning about who I am. And I think that language is really important for us to think about. Like, we need to be, we need to be very um, kind and compassionate with ourselves and also understand that, like, we can't force ourselves to be someone that we're not, you know, um, and, and when, if things change, it's not because we're deciding to change it, it's that things have changed and we're r- discovering more you know, we're we're able to, it's hard, but it's sort of like the truth can change through time. And I think what we can do is do our best to understand that truth and um, live our life according to that, you know, in a way that isn't reactionary, a way that isn't like spontaneous, but in a way that's um, kind and um, gentle Um, and soft you know Um, okay so final thing final thing I want to talk about is emotional connection emotional intimacy because like one of the problems that like happens with a lot of lgbtqia content um, stories uh, memes tropes is that we can like be over sexualized so everything becomes about sex everything becomes about who you're sleeping with. Um but it's like so to me it's so not about that and I don't think it is from what I've read and learned, I don't think it's about that at all. I think that it's like it can it, it's a way that the the it's just one little piece of like the relationship puzzle, just like it is with heterosexuality we don't like like in things that we see about heterosexual couples yes there is sex that's part of it but it's like there's also all of the other things because life is huge it's not it's not so small and um while we might be like oh well like you know i've slept so on the 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 kind of bisexual versus lesbian thing okay well i've I've slept with guys i slept with girls i like both of that i like that both ways right that's great that's one part of it, but also then thinking about who do I emotionally connect with and where do I feel comfortable with that emotional intimacy? And that part of it, I feel like gets talked about less. Um, I think that it is it is becoming more of a a sort of thing that's talked about, but I think that that was one of the other things for me that I realized was it was just, it's so much easier for me to be, I guess, to to lean into emotional connection with a woman than it is with a man. So it's almost like for me, I'm like, yeah, I can kind of make myself almost have a happy-ish relationship with a guy. You know, and I did that. But... I'm like, but I still feel like I'm contorting myself a little bit, you know? Um, and I don't want to romanticise women. I <laughs> mean, like, it would all be, ro- like, great. It would all be, like, fantastic. Um, but it's more like I'm just comfortable. It's like I'm comfortable to show up and um, and lean into that. And it's so much easier for me and I didn't expect that, you know. Um, so I think that's it for me for today. Happy Pride Month on the last day of Pride Month. Um, if you want more episodes like this, please do let me know. Uh, I hope for the people that listened to this and found this useful that oh, that you did find it useful, um, that it was in some way applicable to your life, which is why you're listening. <laughs> you got to the end. Um, if you know someone who would find this useful, please share this with them. I will also put some links to, um, free community forums and support lines, um, for anyone who wants to sort of discuss this with, um, you know, a helpline kind of thing. I think that's a great idea. That's a great place to start. Finding the right kind of counsellor who gets this and, um, is an LGBT, uh, friendly sort of counsellor therapist um can be super useful um that's been like an absolute lifeline for me um and uh yeah please like i said please share this with anyone who you think would find this helpful um i'll be back next week i'm going to try to do monday just um life's a bit everywhere at the moment so (laughs) i'll do my best And until next time, remember that stepping into your power will make the world a better place. Cheers, guys.